on demand. Hear news from Israel whenever you want. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Sunday, June 23rd. This is Ariel O'Sullivan with the top news at this hour. U.S. National Security Advisor John Bolton met with Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu today amid the rising tensions with Iran. Bolton is also to meet with his Israeli counterpart, Meir Ben Shabbat, ahead of the trilateral summit of the Israeli, U.S., and Russian National Security Advisors scheduled for tomorrow in Jerusalem. Officials said the talks are to focus mainly on Syria and the Iranian entrenchment there where Israel opposes. At a press conference in Jerusalem this afternoon, Bolton said that the U.S.-Israeli security relationship has never been stronger and it takes strong leaders to make strong commitments, especially in perilous times. Bolton said that Netanyahu's strong relationship with both Trump and Russian President Vladimir Putin will improve the chances of a greater alignment of the United States, Russia, and Israel on a number of critical security issues. Bolton said he had hoped that while in Jerusalem, the groundwork would be laid for a Trump-Putin meeting at the upcoming G20 summit in Japan. Bolton also blasted Iran for its policies of aggression across the Middle East. Neither Iran nor any other hostile actor should mistake U.S. prudence and discretion for weakness. No one has granted them a hunting license in the Middle East, Bolton said. U.S. President Trump has announced that from Monday, more sanctions will be imposed on Iran. This comes amid tensions that saw the U.S. president call off a retaliatory strike against Iran for the downing of a U.S. Navy drone last week. Speaking to reporters in Washington, Trump said that he called off the strike because it would have killed over 150 Iranians, and that wasn't proportional to the downing of an unarmed drone. Still, he said, military options were not off the table, but he also said that he could be Iran's best friend if the leadership renounced nuclear weapons. Trump may have called off the conventional military strike against Iran, but U.S. officials have confirmed over the weekend that American military cyber forces did launch a strike against Iranian military computer systems. The cyber attacks reportedly disabled Iranian computer systems that controlled its rocket and missile launchers. The action by the U.S. Cyber Command was a demonstration of the U.S.'s increasingly aggressive cyber offensive policy under the Trump administration. Minister Tzachi Negbi has called the Palestinian decision to reject the $50 billion U.S. Peace to Prosperity Economic Initiative as tragic. Speaking to Khan Radio, Hanegbi said Washington had tried to create a little more trust and positivity by presenting an economic vision, but it touched a raw nerve as far as the Palestinians were concerned. They are still convinced that the whole matter of the economic peace is a conspiracy aimed only at piling them with funds for projects and other goodies, only so that they will forget their nationalist inspirations. This, of course, is simply paranoia, but is another tragedy for the Palestinians, Hanegbi said. The White House unveiled the financial part of its Mideast peace plan ahead of the Bahrain summit expected to open this week. It is seeking $50 billion in investments over the next decade, half of which will go toward the West Bank and Gaza Strip, and the rest would be divided between Jordan, Egypt, and Lebanon. The White House said the plan represents the most ambitious and comprehensive international effort for the Palestinian people to date. PA Chairman Mahmoud Abbas yesterday dismissed the U.S. effort, saying the economic situation should not be discussed before the political one. 
Newly appointed Transportation Minister Batalo Smutrich has presented to the Prime Minister a compromise proposal to delay the closure of Tel Aviv's Stado civilian and military airport. It involves downsizing it and reducing its activity for the next three years during the period that building permits are worked out for the planned 20 buildings expected to be constructed there. The proposal calls for paving a new runway and civilian terminal being built and working on legislation that would actually leave Stadov intact and cancellation of the framework that has already been signed with the landowners. Head of the Blue and White Party, Benny Gantz, has appealed to the Prime Minister not to appoint Betsylo Smutrich to the Security Cabinet. Writing on his Facebook page, Gantz, a former IDF Chief of General Staff, said, Don't sell the security of Israel for immunity. Don't turn our security to a personal political commodity. Stop the appointment of Smutrich to the Security Cabinet. Taking a look at the weather, it'll be steadily warmer and by midweek unseasonably hot, mainly in the hills and center parts of the country and along the coast. Maximum temperatures for the main regions, Jerusalem and Tel Aviv 29, Haifa 27, Beersheba 33, and in Elat going up to 39 degrees centigrade. That's the news from Khan Rekha, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program.